as we spoke about just a couple of moments ago, a player was injured during the AFLNT's Men's Premier League Reserves match between Southern Districts and Palmerston Magpies over the course of the weekend out at Fred's Pass. Now, we're told that the player had fallen awkwardly after making a contest, uh, sparking concern about spinal injuries. And what that meant was that they had to stay put until the Ambos arrived. But from what we can gather, it took a while for those paramedics to get there. Craig Garraway just telling us 32 minutes uh, from uh, from the records that he's gone back through. But what it meant is that it impacted the subsequent women's game as well. Now, joining us on the line to tell us a little bit more about the situation is AFL NT's football competitions manager, Stuart Davis. Good morning to you, Stu. Hi, Katie. How are you going? Yeah, really good. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Stuart, firstly, how is that injured player going? Yeah, the latest update we've got is that uh, he spent a night in hospital Saturday night um, before being released, uh, but he's going back for CT scans today, so that's as much as we know. Oh, hopefully, hopefully he's okay. What sort of unfolded on the field from what you can gather? Yeah, I, I wasn't there, obviously, but um, I'm told that it was uh, it was a marking attempt. The player got up quite high and then uh, sort of flipped, I think, in the air, and, and you, you can probably picture uh, landing sort of head first or, or uh, head and shoulder and um, and stayed down, uh, obviously, uh, in, in some sort of discomfort. So, uh, as you said uh, in the intro, um, all the... Uh, Correct protocols were enacted, and uh, including not moving the player and, uh, and, and making sure that um, that the professionals were called to uh, to to treat him um, appropriately. Now we spoke to to Craig Garraway from St John's a little while ago. He said that uh, from his records, it looks as though the paramedics got out there in around thirty two minutes. Stuart, is that the yep. case? Uh, yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't dispute that. Um, you know, we were we were told uh, forty or forty-five minutes from the time of the incident. Obviously, yeah. there's going to be a, a bit of a lag in in reporting and that sort of thing in, in making the decision to call call the Ambrose. So, um, uh, yeah, that that sounds pretty consistent. And so, then, what's it mean in terms of the following game? By the sounds of it, um, there is a bit of an issue there in terms of the timing and the and the following game being delayed for an extended period. Yeah, that's right. So, obviously, our, our scheduling is reasonably tight. We, uh, you know, have to take account of the heat of the day and um, and uh, uh, lights availability and those sort of things. And of yeah. course, there's no lights out there at, uh, at Fred's Pass. Um, so that restricts us a fair bit, um, and uh, the the actual laws of the game, AFL laws of the game, say that uh, if a game's unable to start on time, then uh, it's a, a matter for the controlling body. And uh, we at AFLNT have our rules and regulations which cover all of our competitions, not just uh, the NTFL. Um, and in our uh, rules and regulations, we say that. Um, if a match can't be commenced within 30 minutes of the scheduled start time, um, then that match will be deemed what we call a washout. Yep. Um, uh, we, we also have uh, we, we have the ability to reschedule to a new time at the same venue on the same day, um, but of course that uh, that option wasn't available to us because. We we just would have run out of light. Yeah, right. So it was a women's it was the women's Premier League game that was meant to get underway afterwards, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, 
there was uh, there was two more games to be played on the day, uh, the Women's Premier League and the Men's Premier League game, and yep. uh, whichever one of those was the next one to follow was uh, was obviously going to be the one that was affected. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, the uh, the women were all ready to play, but. Uh, because of the circumstances, uh, couldn't get it going. Stu, is this something that happens from time to time? Uh, it, it, it's certainly not infrequent in our competition, as you can imagine. We have we're yeah. affected by weather and lightning, uh, and uh, I remember uh, a, a men's Premier League game at TIA Stadium uh, two seasons ago, Waratah and St Mary's. They were all set to go, and there's a, a huge storm and and lightning and. Their ga- that game was delayed by over half an hour and, and similarly uh, was washed out. But, uh, you know, there was another game scheduled for after that and and they got to play. So, yeah, it's, it's, not, some, it's not a rare event up here, that's for sure. Yeah, and I suppose usually it is something that we see more so with the weather. As you said, those big lightning yeah. storms and stuff, they're not unusual at all. I mean, I've been at the footy myself, but with the kids when they've been cancelled because of the lightning and, uh, and you know, it's a, it's a sensible and safe thing to do. But I suppose in terms of, uh, you know, the delay due to injury, is there anything that the AFL will sort of look at now to review in terms of, um, you know, if, if there's anything that can be done differently to avoid it from happening? Oh, look, I don't think so. I mean, we've got, um, as I said, our, our scheduling is, is pretty tight. We've got uh, a lot of teams over a lot of grades. We, yeah. you know, we've, we've got our uh, participation rates are fantastic. And, and so that means uh, we obviously try to avoid the heat of the day as much as we can. But, you know, we'd love to have uh, lighting on all of our grounds and, uh, and uh, be able to play in more comfortable conditions I suppose but we already have competition matches over five days of the week regularly so trying to trying to fit a, a, a washed out game in somewhere else is just too hard really and, and we're pretty comfortable with where we sit. Yeah it is just one of the uh, I suppose one of the downsides to the participation of AFL here in the Northern Territory <laughs> yeah. absolutely blowing out eh? Yeah exactly right exactly right and so you know we we uh, we do what we can to to uh, program and and get everyone the the games that that uh, that we can and uh, and make everyone happy. But um, mm. you know sometimes these things happen and and. Uh, players miss out and Stu, I suppose you know one of the one of the things that does get asked from time to time and when something like this happens or when there is an injury like this um, sometimes people sort of question well should there be an ambulance there at the oval um, you know when there are those games happening but as you've just touched on when you're juggling games across five days it'd be very difficult to find the resources to be able to do something like that. Oh absolutely we, you know we understand that the uh, the ambulance services have limited resources and uh, and have competing priorities so uh you know we we they're they're obviously supportive of us when they can be uh but totally impractical mm-hmm. impracticable for to think that they might be able to have an ambulance at every ground that we're playing on as i said uh five days of the week well Stuart davis it is always great to catch up with you i really appreciate your time this morning thank you very much for having a chat with us You're welcome, Katie, anytime. Thanks, mate.